Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Damn It Vince, as uh, we look back this week over Backlash and the shows, and there's lots of news this week, so lots to get stuck into. How are you, Joe? Uh, I'm fine. I had my injection, my vaccine this week. Uh, I felt terrible the day afterwards. <laughs> the day afterwards, literally leaps over a building in a single bound. So that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the 5G kicking in there, isn't it? Yeah, or whatever. I don't know. Like I said, I, I slept for like half a day. And then I've felt amazing since. So I don't know whether it is because it's full of nano robots rebuilding my muscles and stuff. <laughs> but if it is, I'm all for it. There we go. The team connection seems better, so maybe it's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till your second does, mate. A lot of balloons have been sticking to me recently, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I got an email that has apparently come from Rochdale Council that they're doing a lot of pop up pop-up vaccine centres for people that I yep. can go to this weekend. So I was like, okay, I might go along. Cool. Is this cool. real? <laughs> yeah, they're doing them everywhere now. Yeah. It, it, the point, the more of the onus on the people going than um, them calling people. Yeah. Because it's the younger people now and they have like social lives and stuff, I guess. So yeah. it's it's trying to, trying to make it work around them rather than, yeah. Go get it done. It was great. No, yep. no, no free brewing a biscuit though. I was a bit yeah. I thought they had to give you. I thought they had to give you some sugar. <laughs> nope. No, not for you. No, you're, you're, and get out. <laughs> you're thinking of bees, there, aren't you? Actually, brought them out. No, literally, they were like, uh, "Yeah, get out." So we like go to give blood. Just free kick out. Yeah. yeah. If you pretend you to faint. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, John? All right, thanks. I've got my vaccine booked for next weekend. Hmm. Boy. All good. It's just me that hasn't got invite. Hopefully, I can try and get this weekend. Although, earlier, in, if you see me going like this during the recording, I was playing with my daughter and realizing I was about to drop her, I sacrificed my own neck to make sure she didn't fall. So, oh. my neck is <laughs> not the best for turning right now. <laughs> so, hoping this beer will numb that <laughs> during the recording. into the camera. Yeah, pretty uh... much. <laughs> So yeah, it's a bit of a packed show, really. So we've got a review, Backlash, and then the shows, but there's been a, Christ, a hell of a lot of news this week. Um, and then, yep. yeah, we're, we're going to look at uh, basically Kenny Omega's reign and where we want to see that going and look back at a match from Andrade and Johnny Gargano because the Andrade match has been announced against Omega at Triple Mania. So get going. Let's let's kick off with some of this news before we dive into shows then. So I found it pretty bizarre to be honest, because last week we were talking about New Jack randomly. Yep. Yep. On the recording. And then the next day, obviously the news came out that he'd he'd passed away. Yeah, sad. I mean, not um the best technical wrestler in the world ever, but like one of those weird forces of nature's uh that you know, the wrestling community has. And yeah, also no age. <laughs> Considering the amount of shit that he did, uh, it's it's no age to go out on for him. Uh, Paul Heyman's obituary on Talking Smack is is all you need. Go, go and listen to that. that. Go and listen yeah, to it. It, 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 it does more for, for, for the memory of New Jack than we ever could. I'll, I'll, I'll sort that out. Yeah. It, it's he looked genuinely crestfallen. He, he so he he was he, he was ECW, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah exactly. EC Dubs, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's just just go and give it a listen. And, oh, yeah. and it's nice that they let him do that on it. So I I think Paul Heyman has a lot of sway. You know what I mean? Yeah, just uh, I don't know. Keep him in your prayers to you, whatever gods you believe in. I guess. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, just weird. No, we're actually talking about him, and then yeah, I kind of don't want to talk about anyone of a certain age now, in case <laughs> the curse of damn it, Vince strikes again, like Dad's army. Oh, talking about people, we wouldn't mind. No, that's wrong. Uh, yeah. Talking about people, <laughs> NXT did some releases this week. They did, yeah. Well, one of them, yes, but <laughs> two of them. You know, it's playing about this referee because I had no idea. Great words. Uh, yeah, he was calling up like city council meetings in an XT gear, ranting about how masks aid in child kidnapping. Makes it easier to traffic children for sex because that's like I don't want to get into this because I can fucking go off. Um, but he is <laughs> <old> political <laughs> corner. <laughs> it's not political corner, mate. It's crackpot corner. Yeah, it's like I'm all fine for political discourse, but when it's absolutely batshit, tinfoil hat, moon men level nonsense i have no patience for it especially when it's damaging to the health of other people mm. and he's one of those anti-vax anti-masks um what was it like some furniture company is 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 transporting children in wardrobes flat earth yeah it's batshit nonsense he apparently like back in the day he was a good and it, it's, it's the sad thing is is that like everyone has seen him fall away yeah it's like Joey Janela said he got like a phone call off him and he said it was the saddest and hilarious, most hilarious thing he's ever, because he's like, he used to be, a, and he's just, we've lost him. Apparently when Triple H was making a speech about inclusion, yeah. uh, he stormed out very noticeably. Yeah, he's... During during the Black Lives Matter, yes, uh, after the, the George Floyd murder. Uh, he Triple H was like, well, this is what we're going to do. This is how we need to, you know, and he got up and stomped off. And like normally in anywhere else in the world, that would be a sackable offense. But obviously WWE <laughs> is like a weird. Um, but yeah, finally, they fucked him off. Um, hopefully he gets fired in the sun next week. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Velveteen Dream, who has also been released from NXT. Finally. Last. Finally, yeah. Literally not being on TV this year. It's like December 2020 was the last time he was on. So that ladder match, weren't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh you no! Don't, don't what, what will the world? What will the world do? I, <laughs> I believe um, WWE write incredibly strong in their favor contracts, <laughs> 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 where they can terminate you at a moment's notice should they want to. Well, some, I saw somebody who who does stuff for WWE shop. Who's I don't I don't I should have wrote the name down, but he's apparently he's a really positive guy, never says anything negative. And after the releases he he tweeted out about he didn't name anyone, he said, but uh, I'll just say now it's the most unprofessional person I've ever worked with. Yes. And I yeah, I this, saw that. This release yeah, I is that. A, a way to make them grow up, I'm assuming talking about dream in that. It sounds like it, yeah. Uh, I don't think it could be anyone else, really. Which... You know what I mean? It's a shame the route he's gone. Now, I remember when before I first actually started watching NXT fully, um, Butcher used to rave about Dream. He was like, "This guy's got a, a look and he's got a, a charisma and he's got a skill set that is very unique." Um, and he was very young, and he's just he's fucked it. Which is a real don't, shame. Don't be a nonce, then, isn't it? <laughs> it's <laughs> easy. It's easy. Easy yeah, words. Right, yeah. isn't it? It's not difficult rules to live by. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, a few of us as well. Wolf, they, Wolf was the other big one, wasn't he? Which was the shocker on NXT this week because I was like, oh, oh okay, maybe this is leading to something. Oh no, they've just released him. And he's he's put out a good, nice tweet saying my contract ends on this date from literally the day after I'm a free agent, and yeah. all I want to say is thank you for six years. And I thought, there you go. Which is fine. Means that Imperium are going to be a bit weird for a while while they try and. Mm, wasn't Thatcher. This thing comes true. Thatcher was yeah. Um, 
<sighs> Who else was let go? Vanessa Bourne, Jessamine Duke, Kavita Devi, Skylar Story, Ezra <laughs> Judge, and Jake Clemens, who's another referee. Yeah. Um, the Devi one sort of annoyed me because she's Indian and they did that whole thing about like, you know, trying to big themselves up in India. Yeah. Um, and it feels a bit sort of... But then again, I've, I have no idea who these people are. That's, but <laughs> on these releases, I wasn't as bothered as some of the worst. I'm like, well, if, they, if, if, if NXT is developmental and you're seeing these people and they're not developing how you want, we'll just let them go and do... Yeah, make it's it not. Elsewhere. It's not Wolf, like Black Wolf Friday. Might have wanted to go, for all we know. Yeah. Um, the, the one that surprised me most though was Jessamine Duke because that nerfs any possible chance of the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. But I never thought it was possible anyway because <laughs> the MMA four horsewomen was basically two people and then two lackeys. <laughs> it wasn't on the <laughs> yeah. level of the uh, the WWE four horsewomen. But it's, um, I mean, yeah, it's NXT, NXT NXT releasing people isn't so bad as as main roster doing it because they've got, it is... they've got a documentary showing how they release people. So. Yeah, it's. You understand if, if it maybe it just like I said, maybe they just didn't feel comfortable there. It, it's it's but I genuinely looked up these people and was like, I think I've seen them in like one match and stuff, exactly. So, you so I don't think it's gonna be a massive them. loss to it's like not, it's not the cold heartness of the <laughs> the main roster ones, <laughs> no, they don't know what's coming. Not talking, um, no. so yeah, there's that this week. Um, uh, t- talking of my neck, someone else has got a much, much worse neck this week. <laughs> hey. Want to take this one, John? There you go. <laughs> yep. Um, in the six-star match he had, he Will Ospreay injured his neck and has vacated New Japan's world title, which is not had much luck because I, I believe well, I read a report that said Ibushi was also injured, which is why he it was taken off him. So we're not doing too good at the minute. <laughs> Although uh, vacant is getting some more belts there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, they're not doing New Japan at the moment with 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 injuries. They're not. I mean, I, again, injuries, I, COVID, a whole lot. Yeah, yep. it's not a, a great time. But it's just but, weird that these two things happened within. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate, I guess. So I'm assuming there'll be something at. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say Super Dragon Castle Fight Seven for, <laughs> uh, for it. Oh, I, for, I don't. Know. I love. I just love the titles of these things. It's great. I don't know if that's a pay per view name, but I. Want <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, actually, New Japan shows are coming back from okay. May 22nd, which is a bit quick, but okay. Tomorrow. Yeah, apparently <laughs> so. It's not on. Um, this one isn't on New Japan World. I think it's a. I guess it's like a house show type thing, but there's some next week. Yeah, it's it's probably as a thank you to the fans and it sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then also in, in other news, we've got WWE returning to live events in on the sixteenth of July with a SmackDown in I couldn't tell you. I didn't write that down. I wanna say Texas. Probably probably yeah. one of probably either Florida or Texas. Because those the, are the um, those are the big two fuck you states, aren't they? The it's the money in the bank weekend, isn't it? That's why they've shifted money in the bank back. Oh, so you, mean it's, Smack, you mean it's Smack not for plot Friday. points? It's the 25 no. city schedule. Men in the Bank is in Fort Worth. Raw in Dallas. So the last Thunderdome show is July 12th. And mm-hmm. NXT is staying where it is for now. It is, yeah. The uh, the first live show is in Houston. Smackdown. Then Money in the Bank cool. on the on the Sunday. So that's why they shifted that back. So that's, I think Money in the Bank's kind of become like become the big five now rather than the big four. Money I mean, Bank Money in the Bank so. is, a, mind that one. is a good pay-per-view. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, oh, I don't see why it can't like four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like to be honest where it used to be. It used to it used to be on WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. When it yeah. started, I thought that was a good place because if you think of like WrestleMania as like a season reset, it's a nice way to go into that reset with people with the money in the bank briefcase. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. They're going back out live, which is it's gonna be good to have fans back. And as we said, I, I can't imagine how weird it would have been for the WWE talent to have done WrestleMania and then just gone back to the Thunderdome. So. Well, hmm. Thunderdome. Thunderdome itself the at the Thunderdome. moment. <laughs> yeah. They've yeah. done their best. They, they've not got the luxury of an open air stadium. They've, they've done the best. No, I know, I know, I know. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I'm just talking about that. Do, do you do you remember when they had the crowd? Like when they had when they had the uh, talent when they copied AEW thinking, oh, we'll put talent out, and then they like. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. I like the, the NXT one. Sort of works a bit. N- NXT feels a bit more natural. It's I mean, half, I know you can tell the chanting on command, but it it's feels... half piped in and half, yeah. But I yeah, think it's just that thing. Oh, also, Ring of Honor are getting crowds back as well. I'm not sure the dates on that. Okay. Um, but I think it's again, it's it's um, limited seats, pod seating, um, and stuff. But again. Good, good, good at these things. They're opening up in a safe and controlled environment, as we don't know. So, I don't know what the fallout from this is going to be. We do not. And um, speaking of shows, uh, Joe, big news on AEW front as well. Yep, we're getting the second show. We're getting AEW Rampage, which I don't know. I think should have been called Fuse. (laughs) Yeah. Because then it could have fed into the, I don't know. Or aftermath, shockwave. I don't know. Rampage, I'm fine <laughs> with. It's good. Um, be on Fridays at like ten o'clock American, which is ten, ten p.m. ten p.m. Eastern after SmackDown finishes. So there's no oh SmackDown, yeah. Which is I don't know. Incredible. I I would say incredibly clever. <laughs> yeah. Because it oh. stops all that, and you can go. I watch SmackDown. I watch Rampage, and it's gonna be better than Raw. And it's the same three oh, hours. Same three hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, uh, I can't remember when that's starting, though. Rampage. Uh, yeah. August 13th. Oh. Yeah, pretty soon, apparently. Which is week, far away. Week after my birthday, there. Just if anyone wants to send gifts. <laughs> but also, I don't understand this. I've asked for clarity from people who know about it. Uh, Dynamite is moving from TNT to TBS, which is still under the Turner Broadcasting umbrella, yep, and so, and is in more homes. So my no understanding is it's a good thing. Yeah, it's because or well, partially it's in more homes, partially because uh, if they didn't care, they would just. So I think the NBA is coming back, and they're going to have a lot of clashes with the NBA. Oh yeah, that happened this week. Everyone's like, oh, they're under a million again, and it's like, yeah, but the NBA did like bonkers because it's. But I think March it's coming, madness, is it? It's like, no, no, fucking. I think it's coming to TNT, though, something like that. I think they've got that and they've got NHL. So I think they're just going yeah. full full sports balls with it. Yeah. Yeah. So the so I think the point is, like, if you move it to TBS, you don't have to move it every week, which is a good thing. Because it means they, got, they actually care not to move it every week. Yeah, doing we've got that Dynamite week. next Friday, which annoys yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. we'll, have to, we'll, we'll have no Dynamite to review next week and then two the week after, plus yep. a pay per view. Unless you want to do it early Saturday morning. <laughs> Should get some beers on Saturday morning, I guess. I mean, it's weekend, <laughs> mate. i got an out on. Uh, my half term. They, are, they <laughs> but, also yeah, got four specials. They're agreeing the to do four, yeah. which I'm assuming is going to be like Bash at the Beach. Uh, you know, the, 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 the sort of ones. Fighter Fest. Fighter yeah. Fest. The ones they've done for free. 
anyway. Yes. But they're gonna they're gonna push them up big style onto TNT, which is like a little. So you've got like the big four of Double or Nothing, uh, and then you've got like the little four. Yeah. They're still gonna oh, be yeah. big shows, but I don't know. I quite like it. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand the the difference between TNT and TBS. Not but really. yeah, I think it's like ITV four and ITV one. I guess in Britain. I don't understand sure. how American thingy work. I don't understand how American TV works. Do you Me get it, do you get it free through the air like you do here, or because they always go on about cable? I think you, you can also have satellites, and I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Your, your system's crazy. Not not everything's <laughs> free. So I think one of the reasons SmackDown is good is because part of the deal they got put on Fox uh, Fox Sports One, and that is uh, free to air in all homes. A bit like our free view. Right. And they were effectively told by Fox, especially after the way SmackDown started, if you remember, like that was terrible. They were like, We're not happy with the product. If it does not get better, we're gonna move you to Fox Sports two or three, at which point that is not free to air. That is that you, you want to get it if you pay, in which case your viewership's going down. So they had to act and they had to make sure that the product was good to stay on free to air. Whereas USA Network, which is what Raw is on, is free to air. Right. So oh, okay. So yeah, but you're not you're still not going to have to pay for it. I don't know if in the UK it'll still be the same on ITV4. I assume nothing will change. I, I, I assume a separate change, deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm assuming nothing will change in that respect. Fight TV, nothing will change if you pay through it through that. Yeah. No, no, yeah. nothing will change. No, but no, it's good to see them see them expanding. Um, I, I genuinely see it as an expansion. Yeah, for sure. I think also, so. they're now doing technically four shows a week, um, which is fine. Like I said, I've I've grown to appreciate Dark and Elevation as pick and choose your matches you want to watch. Yeah. Although yeah. Elevation have started putting promo bits in, which I don't like because I don't <laughs> I ain't got time. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Also, get rid of Big Show because he's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Big Show, it's Paul White. And um, also on AEW, there last bit of news there is uh, last night they were talking more about the GM game and how it's actually going to be a uh, multiplayer mode in it as well. Okay. So it's not just you, so you you've got the kind of single player mode where you basically build your roster, set your matches, book it, and then you you have to manage the morale of the roster and earn money. Um, but you can also do it online where you compete against other people to become the best booker. Um, okay, I'm on board for that. I didn't that, watch the. Um... I've, I've not watched it. I was reading about it. And then, so that was like the first half of it. And then the second half was about the fact that they want to make sure the fans appreciate what they're doing. So they, they are rolling out a beta version of the game next week, which I have signed up for. I sent yep. you the link last night. I have yep, yep, also yep. signed up for it, yes. Um, so, yeah. And then that feedback's going to be used to see if this mode works and stuff. So it can't I'm, I'm, be I'm, worse I'm, I'm than excited. Casino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not give it a go after what you oh, said. Oh, mate, no. I, I, I read them and see if they've done anything with it. It's exactly the same. The best the best part about the beta sign up was so when I when I saw the link, I saw the comments underneath <laughs> and a load of people are going, Well the pawn really surprised me. I said, what are they going on about? And then when I clicked on the link, like a lot of pop ups come up to Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's what I, not what I thought would be popping up when you were trying to sign up for this. Oh. Derry, it was to like a uh, oh, yeah, it was to like a weird sign up site. It's like I threw a Google Sheets or something, right? It was yeah, a, yeah. it was a Google form. Yeah, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <clears throat> but no, I'm looking forward to that game. So yeah, that's a lot of the news. Uh, also, weekly plug again to go and support your indies. We mentioned it last week. We have now bought our tickets. 
for Morecambe, haven't we? Um, yep, for your for, birthday weekend. Yep, Odyssey in Morecambe. VIP tickets. VIP tickets. We'll be there front and centre. Uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be great. So we've got catch at the start of August, is it? Uh, so End of July. Of July in End of Manchester. July in Manchester. And then we've got um, Odyssey in Morecambe. If you can make it, John, get down. Yeah, try. So if, you, if you're there, come and say hello to us. You'll recognise us. We bought VIP tickets. They don't like put you in a seat. You just know you're getting a front row seat. So um, yeah, it's uh, me, me, Joe, and uh, Theodore going to it at the moment. Yep. But we got we're, we're doing the whole weekend in Markham as well. So come see that statue. You, you and... could you could bring Ash down and like Bernie and her mum and that other and Harvey. <laughs> so, like you could go. You go and spend Saturday night with them while we go to the wrestling. <laughs> Ash might come to the wrestling to be honest we'll see. I mean Harvey was up yeah. watching the wrestling before we all agreed on it yeah oh yeah she's oh. been to the uh, NXT UK yeah, I, want to, I want to see what the fuss is about I was like I've showed yeah. you wrestling on the TV and you were like this is this is silly so, uh, yeah. <laughs> bring, bring her along it'll be a nice weekend so. fuck all else to do at the moment so. <laughs> so yeah yeah, go out and support your indies because they are opening up and looking forward to it I've never actually been to an indie show and I fully regret that oh what the hell was it? It was double booked. So Stee and Butcher basically double booked an indie show at Presswich Presswich like yeah. Civic Centre. The, the uh Longfield, yeah. Longfield, uh with Barney's birthday and Pac was wrestling. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, oh, Pac right. showed up. Pac, yep. Pac was there. <laughs> but that's that's quite the double. Oh, so it's, it's uh Jay from Untitled Wrestling Pod, he says, I've seen, I think he said it was in Salford somewhere, seen Pac take a flat back bump onto a concrete floor and then call him a bellend for not getting out of the way fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, speaking of Pac... Thank you. I requested that especially. It's fine. It was hard. It, my week. it was hard to edit in that because he's he, he went very hard in, <laughs> into the swing. I've got other pricks. The elitist <laughs> pricks. Yeah. Um I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. It's my birthday. If anyone's there in Morecambe, we're trying to get some sort of shirts made up or out, but we'll be sat in the front row with a small child. Just come and say hello. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed, dressed as Darby Allen as he and went to school this week, dressed in a Matt Hardy coat with his painted nails. So yeah, like, I'm looking at try, I'm, I'm trying to find him a little little jacket I can tip X up and stuff for him. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah, be cool. I'm buzzing. I've, I've tried to explain to him, you will know nobody here, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I know, I know. I just want to go watch wrestling. I like, Isaiah Quinn's um, Odyssey. Indeed, I don't know that. Let's watch his AEW and WWE. He's educate fine. Your, he knows. Educate your child or I'm phoning the council. He knows. He's like, we're in a boys now, is what he said. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Looking forward to that and go out and support all the indies wherever you live. They'll be opening up around you now. Um, so yeah, let's go on to the shows then. Um, probably say you can move past SmackDown and just do Backlash because SmackDown just kind of fed into Backlash. It was... It's one, of the, it's one of them where it's because it's on a Friday and then the pay-per-views on the Sunday, I don't think they really want to necessarily risk too much. Um, probably be similar next week with Dynamite as well because Dynamite's moved to Friday, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah or double or nothing. So you, they're not going to risk too much. Um, I think the only notable thing from SmackDown, which then fed into um, Backlash, is the ongoing thing with Jimmy and Jay. Yep. And... Yeah, I saw that in the Backlash. And that, yeah, Almost. which which was good in there. Um, was it Jimmy? Jimmy strolled into the uh, 
into the what do you call the dressing room that's the word um the streak in his hair and uh just like yeah nice dressing room but it's got roman reigns name on the door whose name's on the door exactly Uh, i'm enjoying i'm enjoying the jimmy throwing spanners in the works here and what what jay's gonna do with it i'm really liking it yeah What's his t-shirt say? No one's bitch, something like no, that. I'm nobody's bitch. <laughs> While Jay says right hand man. Be interesting to see how that goes. And and yeah. them them together are a top five in the world tag team. Oh yeah. One of my favourites when they're healthy and wrestling together. It's been a while. Yeah. I, I can't see them not being put together, so I kinda something's gonna happen along the line here. Um so yeah, yeah, that was that, that was the main thing from SmackDown, which then played into Backlash. Um, so on to Backlash then. I mean, for me, this kind of sums up Backlash summed up the the, the issue with WWE just in general because yeah. we 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 have said when when they've had pay per views coming up and we've done our predictions and stuff, and a lot of time going into it, even WrestleMania with some of the matches, like yourself with um, Rhea and Oscar, for example. Yeah, and we're just like why are we invested because there's there's very, li- very little story or if there's a story it's threadbare um outside of anything to do with roman reigns which is nuanced and a little bit more complex um but all the time i found over the especially over the covid era all these pay-per-views that you think oh it's going to be a forgettable one the actual talent perform now there's one match on this which stands out and kind of shits all over that but the rest of the matches, they were very good matches, and they were like, "Oh, okay, this is good." Yeah, and you just it. like, you just like, just just put some story in that, like, please. Yeah, just to get you a little bit more invested, because you can. I, I wasn't well. No, there was a bad match, but it was mostly. I mostly enjoyed it, and I'm saying that someone doesn't doesn't watch weekly WWE, but there wasn't. But, anything but that, really but that, that goes go... that goes back to what I'm saying about the issue with it. Like you, you could, you could literally. Just watch the pay per view. You can watch. You can watch the hype video. Yeah. You you you, you watch the hype video and go, oh wow, this is a this is <laughs> storytelling going on, and then watch it. And the talent is absolutely nothing to do with the talent. The talent are putting on fantastic matches. Yeah. But the weekly shows, outside of certain stories, especially with Roman Reigns stuff, they're not actually building stories in it. So you you go into these pay per views kind of with low expectations because you're like, oh. Mm-hmm what's the point and then you watch it and you're like, oh that was a good match that was a good match that was a good match and it just summed up for me kind of the issue with with main roster wwe they're not they're not using the weekly shows effectively yeah that's a fair comment yep. because i enjoyed the pay-per-view more than i thought i would outside of the obvious thing which we'll get to but <laughs> the the actual matches were good quality and you could you, you kind of feel like the i feel like the performers are going out there kind of in spite of that they know that and they're like well we're gonna put on a a fucking show regardless of what you've made us do here and they do and you yeah. And yeah. enjoy it no it is it, I, I feel like it's that thing of on the weekly shows as well they're like I've got to go out and do the same match again mm. why and they're like oh just because and you're like no there needs to be a reason I think like if you are a wrestler, you know, like the business, you know, that there has to be a reason. People won't stand for yeah. <laughs> having that. There needs to be a reason for you to have this, this, this fight, this feud, yeah. and to just do it week on week seems seems ludicrous. Yeah, I I, I thoroughly enjoyed Backlash. I even enjoyed the thing that nobody else enjoyed. Enjoyed the zombies <laughs> as just a random piece of cinema. Yeah. Shall we, shall we deal with the zombies first? Then. So, what did you enjoy about it, Joe? Um. 
I'm I'm annoyed that it wasn't explained. Like, are zombies now canon in WWE? Is the Miz now a zombie? Because John, dead. I like well, the fact on Raw they didn't pretend it hadn't happened, and Morrison no. kind but of Morrison Morrison got dragged off by zombies. We'll yeah, to... but then in his promo, he started talking weird about how he's feeling empty inside his head and all this stuff, and then so, basically yeah. said the Miz is dead. If they're gonna, if they're, who is now injured with an ACL tear? Yeah, it's ACL, is, so, so wait and write him out for a while. What a way well, to no, I, 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 <laughs> I don't like Damien Priest being used in these bullshit things. Um, as much as I have said in the past I hate The Miz, I've seen what he has done for Bad Bunny and The Miz. Uh, Bad Bunny and um, Damien Priest. Priest. Yeah. So I can't hate him for that. Uh, and it was fine. It was it just it came completely out of fucking nowhere. Was the thing that annoyed me. Yeah, that's exactly it. I think if they'd have like at least teased it at the beginning of like showing them shuffling in to the building, or just something. But all you got was was Morrison opening a door and then going oh and running away, and that was it. It was like oh, this is supposed to be someone's just put all these arms in a room and gone right. This is fine for later on. How did they get them <laughs> out of the ring later on? Well, like you, there needs to they, be some. They teased something and it. I, I fell into it because Batista did the opening segment, didn't he? Yeah. At the voiceover. And then it showed a tweet of his basically saying... I can't oh. make it, but I'll send some of my friends. So I was like, oh, okay, who's coming? <laughs> Just not... I had no idea what this film was about. Well, it was... it was, it was Because I like ludicrous wrestling. You know what I mean? I like silly stuff. I like John <laughs> Morrison <laughs> doing parkour to defeat zombies because that's what... <laughs> sure. It was the, just the fact that it, it felt really out of place. Yeah, like when they did the Cameron Grimes Dexter Loomis thing with the zombies, that felt uh, um, Halloween Havoc. Like that felt like it was leading to this. It was more well explained, more well explained. It was better explained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, with this, it was like, oh, Batista's got a film out. Fucking get some zombies out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, one I mean, of those zombies was Scotty Too Hotty. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Batista weren't happy. Someone someone tweeted him going, I like you, Dave, but I'm not happy with this. He was like, you think I but the fucking zombies? I'm on a plane, you should be tweeting Vince. <laughs> uh, God like bless him. you, Batista. Batista's a fucking soldier, yeah. I like when I the mean... zombies stuck to the rules and lumberjack, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, when they, the when they were outside. Ever, yeah. yeah, when they were outside, they'll get them. But when they're in, they'll just try and grab them a little bit, but not <laughs> enough. Yeah. They were, they were great lumberjacks. I mean, I know we're crossing shows here now. I, I, to... Just to get through the shows, and I just I kind of listen to a lot. I'll have it on my thing when I'm driving in. Yeah, and then yeah I was I like, it. I was like, they're doing another lumberjack match on Raw. This time it was John Morris. I had to, yeah. I had to double take. I was like, really? That was actually a good lumberjack match. Yep, between was. John Morrison and Damien. Like, forget the lumberjack nonsense. The, the match was really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. they also use the lumberjacks to progress stories with uh, Cedric and Shelton. I was like, yes, okay, this is boy. this is what you do with that. Which is well normally done. what lumberjack matches are for, is you get like tertiary plot lines in yeah. the lumberjacks and stuff. Was Nikki Cross there as well? Yeah, she threw him yeah. back in at one point and then yeah. kind of hooked So up. she's still alive, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> she started wrestling on main event, so she's she's kind of working her way back onto ah, TV okay. at the moment. That's, that's fine. Which is good. But yeah, um, it was just... It, but I think even after... Random. After backlash, Damien Priest tweeted out, then he's like, I've beat the Miz like four times now. Can I fucking move on from this? Not, <laughs> please. 
Well done. Peace. Some of that's paraphrased <laughs> there, but yeah. It... <laughs> the Miz is dead now. That's... Yeah. <laughs> well, again, bl- blending shows. There was a the women's triple threat again was good. Uh, what I'm not liking though, the match was good. What I'm not liking is it's a trope WWE are falling into a lot. Are when the triple threat happens, the person who doesn't get pinned claims they then deserve a match because they didn't get yeah. pinned. And yep. Charlotte effectively pulled that. And then Rhea came in and just basically went, can I face somebody new? Yeah. <laughs> that mean, was a promo. <laughs> I want to face somebody face new. Charlotte Flair was like, didn't do the thing that all heels do at these. <sighs> but the match was good. I enjoyed the end stretch of that triple threat immensely. Uh, it was a good triple threat, yeah, to be fair. It was. It, it did fall into that trope of yeah. it being one-on-one, yeah. someone pinned. But yeah, the end, the end sequences were very, very good. I mean... Oscar's dollars, no matter what she's yeah. involved in. Yeah. yeah. The only bit that I was confused at is why Charlotte didn't break up the pin. <laughs> she, yeah, she just sort of stood there and was like, I'll Those just glare at you and hopefully my eye powers will burn <laughs> you off her. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, what was... was shocking is that Oscar then beat Charlotte and Raw the next night. Was it shocking or was it to, yeah. Shocking no. that Oscar's beat <laughs> Charlotte. Yeah. It's, Did she it's... get to beat her clean or was it? Yeah, it was clean. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jumps up. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You, you could claim Charlotte was outside and had a stare down with Rhea and was a distraction, but it wasn't your normal roll up. It was a distraction. Oh, no, it was. A, it was a distraction. <laughs> so, it, okay. yeah. If you class that as clean, then yeah. I'll go no. to that again. Later. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, this isn't ups and downs. It's fine. Uh... Match is good. Uh, same, same with Bailey and Bianca. Very little build. There could have been build there because on the. Yeah. Just. just we're kind of blending SmackDown into this. The the Bailey did a promo on Bianca, which I was like, Christ, why haven't you actually built this story up? So she basically said to Bianca, You are what I was years ago. You're this feel good person who's happy go lucky. And she was like, I've been there and I've seen where it gets me and it gets me nowhere. And you're gonna become that. And I was like, Why why wasn't this the story? Like, why didn't you just do this? Because that was really good. Um again, the match was good. Um Ending didn't quite work. She didn't grab the hair around it. Yeah, I really I think... enjoyed the rip cord when she rip yeah, her hair into a belly to belly. That was that was really good. I don't see there being no problem with it not being like built up because it just means they can go back to it later on. Mm-hmm. Like, they set, they set these little fires and then return to them once they are massive bonfires. It's yeah. uh, th- th- both of them are good enough to maintain this little. Underfeud sort of thing while um, Bianca goes off and, and literally feuds with whoever she wants. Yeah. There's enough talent there for her to maintain three feuds separately. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they'll allow her to do it. Yeah. And then we get like a, a really good, like, four way match at Mania next year or something. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. Because then you've got like all the history of um, Sasha and Bailey. And then, like, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of fun stuff they can do with it. Yeah. Very true. Um, what else was on there? Oh, just banging back to the zombie thing. I didn't spot it at the time because I was watching it kind of half awake. Um, <laughs> but when I had to re watch the zombie match with Theodore, you really did. It did not, <laughs> it was not lost to me when I watched it back that the Miz did the running knee, Daniel yes. Bryan's running knee, yeah, at one point in it. And he's already stolen some of Daniel Bryan's moves from their previous feud. I was like, oh, okay, that's a he's never done the running knee like that before. He basically did it as Daniel Bryan does. That's kind of interesting on that. He's dead um, now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he is dead. And um, 
move on to the main event because Daniel Bryan got mentioned again here. Roman Reigns talking smack during matches is one of my favorite things right now. There is a moment when he has got Cesaro, basically he's, he's targeting the arm and he's shouting into the camera, DB, I've got your boy here. And he does his uh, like arm breaker over the top, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, I mean, they should have let Reigns do this years ago because this is what he was built for. Is is being absolute shit house heel. <laughs> but this is now the second time, including Brian, that he is now one clean. Yeah. Oh. I'm really enjoying the fact he's winning clean now as well. Yeah. He's uh he's he is the head of the table. Although there is the uh Jimmy and Jay Uso thing underbrewing, which is nice. Again, there's uh well, this is this is the, the main reason I watch SmackDown. Yeah. It's for these bits because yeah. Well, the the bit before Reigns went out when he's talking to Jay and he's and Jay's like, "Do you not want me out there in case you?" And then he kind of has to ch- check himself and he's like, "In case I what?" But no, it's when Jimmy came in. He's like, "This isn't you. You're like a lackey to him. You're not an equal. He's not." He, yeah, it's good. He's sowing the seeds of dissent in there, and then we'll, yeah, we'll but go. before they go out, Jay basically insinuates you might lose if I'm not out there. Yeah. No yeah. Oh like, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. You're not coming out. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's already sowing the seeds of dissent in there for, yeah. for when it all invariably goes wrong. It's yeah. it's 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 for WWE. It's some sublime storytelling. It is, yeah, absolutely. And you had him um, sh- <laughs> again talking smack to him. He was shouting, "I love this!" And he was mocking Brian and Cesaro for them. I love wrestling. I wrestle every week, and he's basically taking the piss out of him and basically saying, "You don't understand what I'm it's, doing this for." See, like, I, I like stuff where they reference out of not even out of character stuff, but like yeah, stuff that is not nothing to do with the feud and stuff. It's yeah, it it plays into the the thing that they know wrestling isn't a real thing. You know what <laughs> I mean? And it's like it's yeah. it's it's, it's tongue in cheek winking at you, like for paying attention a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The, the match itself was excellent. Cesaro as a main event player, I think he lost, but he came out as someone who I think. Vince doesn't see him now as someone who can hold his own in the main event. His selling was superb. It's always one of them things that bugs me in a match when they 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 build a match around in a body part and then they just forget about that body part yeah. later on. Like yeah. he was superb, not being able to hit moves, um, doing doing the sharpshooter but with his left hand because his right arm was thingy and then that lost. He couldn't yeah. hold it, but then he reversed it into a uh, cross face because he could hold that one better. I was just like. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, give him a main event, the next pay per view. Do we know what's happening with Brian yet? No, no. Still no news. (laughs) Teased for impact. (laughs) He's teased for everywhere. That's Um, pointed out. They tease everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone that's been released recently, uh, just say that there's something to do with us. Yeah. But I (laughs) I think it's interesting that they're allowing Reigns to reference Brian at the pay per view. If they know he's not, they would know if he's not signed. So to let. Unless he's unless he's that powerful, he's just doing it off the cuff. They still own they still own the rights to Daniel Bryan. Daniel and Bryan TM. True. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Brian Danielson, isn't it? Brian. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> American <laughs> Dragon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, Cesaro looked great. Um, that that shot super bit actually came from a guillotine. So I actually really like Roman's guillotine. I like that he's added that to his his move. It's but a good Cesaro, to be honest, because it, it can be popped in from nearly anywhere, and yeah, yeah, which he does. And Cesaro counters it into a power slam again. Shows how strong he is. Scouted son, scouted. Yeah, yeah. and um, 
I, I like the end bit when it's on and he's he is the first person I believe is basically breaking the grip. He power slams it, but Roman holds on to him and it effectively becomes like a DDT guillotine. And then he just looked strong going out the way he did Cesaro because he was breaking the grip and then his arm just goes dead said, because it, that arm has it, been fucked over. That arm's been fucked over, so it does him no disservice. It's just his arm let him down. I said, this is epic sort of for WWE storytelling. And I'm, it's, it, like I said, it's the only reason I watch SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's been a since Reigns has come back as head of the table, it's been really good, yeah. and everyone was like, he can never be a heel, and I'm like, <laughs> it's what he was built to. Look at the man; he's got heel <laughs> written all over him. You've you've pushed him as a face for so long, and how did that work out? Yeah, right. Let him have a crack at it, and he's yeah. ran. He took that ball, ran with it into the ocean. Yeah, he's yeah. he's having a whale of a time, and he's doing God's work with it. And then I thought I was about to hit a bonus point because as a uh, Jimmy, no, Jay, Jay comes out, he's attacking Cesaro, and then Seth Rollins' music hits. And I put in my predictions that Seth was going to come out and try and take out Roman. So and they close. had a little stir down. They had a little stir down, and then he went for Cesaro. But again, that stir down was interesting. And it was interesting to me in the fact that Seth is including the SmackDown the other week when I mentioned how Seth just stormed in to that dressing room and said, this is bullshit. You know, you've just cost me this match. Your, your cousin's cost me this match. Seth appears to be the one person Roman isn't actually treating as he treats everybody else. He is, I wouldn't say afraid of him, but he is wary of him, yeah. I think he is afraid because Seth has got history of beating him and beating him in the big matches. Yeah, but I think because he's wearing his big boy pants now, isn't he? He's like, no, I I, I can take him now. But I think he's still wearing him because he knows that he's a snidey bastard as well, isn't he? Yeah. 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 So, again, it's these nice little just bits they weave in there. The the, the rumour is it's them at SummerSlam. The rumour is it's Seth versus Roman at SummerSlam. So you're going to have this in between now uh, where Cesaro and... Seth will finish off because obviously that continued there. Again, Reigns is nodding away as Seth started attacking him. He just nodded and walked off. Um, somebody, don't know if this is a stretch, somebody pointed out the fact that Seth's suit had the SummerSlam colours on it. I mean, yeah, if if you want to try and do that. I was like, I just thought, stretch, but they are the I just thought <laughs> Seth, Seth was just going to like the most gangster tailor that he could find. <laughs> He said he, he half regrets what he's done because now he has to buy a new suit for every single yeah, show he's doing. Yeah, it's an expensive deal, isn't it? That? Um, but it's great fun. But yeah, I think it is eventually going to lead to that. Um, I thought SummerSlam's a bit soon if they're trying to build up because there's like there's a lot of history there for them to, to wade through. SummerSlam's... August, I don't know. Like June, July, it's three pay-per-views away. Um Oh, okay. Yeah, it, yeah, I forget. There's pay-per-views every freaking month, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> there is. It's how they do it. Like Some people are talking about, like, oh, well, you need Seth to turn face. Part, part of me actually likes the idea of who's the top heel. Yeah, you yeah, can do that. And that would work, given the head of the table gimmick and the... I don't even know if he's doing the Messiah thing. I don't think he's doing Monday Night Messiah anymore, is he now? But it, that whole thing—they're both basically saying, "You, you follow me. I'm, I'm, I'm in charge here." Like that, that, that is a heel versus heel thing that could work. Two separate yeah. stables. Yeah. Team table, team Messiah. Yeah. 
Team table is not great, is it for a name? <laughs> <laughs> we're very good at we're very sturdy and people put things on us. Oh, okay. table. <laughs> yeah, different different ways it could go. But yeah, no, it was a good match. Um and lastly on Backlash, a match that actually surprised me because I wasn't really gonna give it much attention. That was a fucking horse fight in that triple threat for the WWE <laughs> title. That was brilliant. That was I I genuinely was like, hang on, what is happening here? Yeah. And fucking Michinoku driver. From Drew on Braun Strowman. Mashinoku. I, I, I had a bit written down for this and I can't find my fucking notes now on my phone. Um, yeah. Braun was diving off the Braun apron. fucking tulpaying through ropes. Yeah. 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 Did a, a senton running senton. <laughs> What's going on here? Am I watching I mean, the right match? <laughs> if this was every week on Raw, I'd be back involved. Yeah. yeah. But again, this is the thing of like, with it being a pay-per-view, they went, ah, fuck you, we're going to go out and do a match. Yeah. Because everyone's getting bored of this now, so we we need to reignite, put some fire up it. Yeah, and it was. It yeah, was it was. It was a big old, big meat slapping other big meat. Yeah, yeah. or whatever the phrase is, I can't remember. It's the first time since uh, Braun feuded with Reigns, and this is many years ago before you were watching, where the Monster Among Men gimmick actually felt played entitled. into it. Yeah, because yeah. um, he did look. He looked like he was out there to murder someone. Um, but so yeah, that was very that was a great match, which leads us nicely into Raw because I, I I literally cannot remember the last time I watched Raw and it finished and I went I want to see what happens next week and Kofi coming out oh, okay, to challenge yeah, but... and just the litany of people. Well, let's ignore Mace and T Bar because theirs was it was fucking weird how they were trying to do the open challenge about like rolling a dice or something. Um, but the amount of people who were like, yeah, I'm going to go for the open challenge. And I was like, okay, could, could I buy you into it? But Kofi coming out, like just give him the title match, let him have a title match. Kofi deserves it. Yeah. Kofi's finally remembered that he was, <laughs> that was a, a main game player. Yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, stop Xavier Woods tromboning people. See, yeah. The, yeah. the, the main, the biggest thing about Raw that pissed me off this week, and uh, it was on the ups and downs as well, if you've watched that, yeah. was Kofi has won via roll-up because Drew has come out and hit yeah. hit him. But yeah. understandably hit him because MVP is trying to hit him. That's fine. But there was like three very, very similar Epics. roll-up finishes in the show, including Kofi's match against Randy. Two. Because of, of that. Uh, two, tr- two trombone finishes. <laughs> Wrestlers really need to work on their focus, man. Match again. <laughs> Lashley wasn't a trom. Lashley wasn't a trombone finish. It was a hit across the head with a oh walking stick. They tried the trombone finish and he kicked out of that one. Oh, all right, yeah. He's, he's yeah. weak. He's immune to the trombone. He's immune to the trombone. But they'd done like I think three roll-up finishes. And it was like if you know you're going to end your show with Kofi doing that, don't don't spend the rest of your show doing that. Yeah. yeah. But they have done that in the past couple of weeks. They've done like literally the same finish halfway through that they've done at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's lazy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I like the stuff with Kofi. Not not just that. I actually like the. It's very rare that WWE has a feud which has a lot of history, but they don't overdo it. And Kofi and Orton Mm -hmm. is one of them. They've got a lot of history. And I like the fact they had a match and there was an actual legitimate reason for them having beef with each other. Other than the fact that he got RKO'd last week, like there's the whole past they've got, and then there's obviously Kofi in the main event. So you've now got Kofi in kind of two two different angles, um, and hopefully getting back in the main event scene. It's the first time I've been interested in the main event scene in a while. Yeah. I do I do feel there'll be another match, 
probably in Hell in a Cell between Drew and Lashley. I think you said it, John. I reckon so, because, you know, Drew didn't get pinned, did he? Yeah, again, so. that's trope <laughs> that they're falling in. Yeah, uh, I, I think that will then end that, and it, then it'll be nice if Kofi then hopefully. is the one who gets propelled into that team. Going back to Backlash briefly, but yes. one thing, we missed one thing. Uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. we did! Course, yeah. That was great, yeah. You, was uh, it? Was it good? I thought it was a classic, classic it, it baby just face. Went, It went too long for me. It was long. There was too much of, of Ray getting slapped about and then coming back and then getting slapped about and then coming back and then getting slapped about. He's raying. I know he's Ray and he's like he's the he's, I know he's the he's the ferocious underdog, but it just went like one or two comebacks too long for me mm. before Dominic waddled out. I can get that. I also sure. I did like the fact when he did waddle out, Ray was still unwilling to take him. He refused him to yeah. take him in. He had to take himself in. Yeah, no, I get all that. It just one or two comebacks earlier, it would have made it a bit more punchier and a bit more. Because thing that by, thing that baffled at this me point, that. at this at, like by by the ninth comeback, I was like, <laughs> "Fucking Dominic, what are you doing? Are you eating your Burger King for you? Come out, get out, son." That's fine. We know you're coming out. No, it was it was good. Yeah, well, I, I can, I can see it, it being long. Yeah, and I was genuinely happy, and it was it was yeah. Thing that baffles yeah. me with it is, and to be honest, we didn't mention this in SmackDown is that Tamina and Talia won the tag titles in SmackDown. Uh, it genuinely baffles me, like why they didn't happen at WrestleMania with a it crowd there. Weird to postpone it. When... Like given given the reaction Tamina actually got at WrestleMania, yeah. which was t- so took me back. Surprisingly over, yeah. But I mean, the end sequence of them winning them tags was really good. It was really honest. good, yeah. Because like, the Samoan drop, and then she just opened herself up for the splash, and I was like, "Yeah, by God, they've they've learned something. Yeah. <laughs> How to yeah, use yeah. other people's moves against them in some way? Yeah, exactly. Like that that should have been. And hopefully now this moment. breaks up fucking Nia Jax. Yeah, yeah, I think I think <laughs> that's coming. But again, like. For for Ray and Dominic, imagine that being at Mania when you've got a crowd there to celebrate. That yeah, it would have been. They, they could have easily done that. It wasn't that there was loads of story going into it? But yeah, yeah, did enjoy that. Could, again, there could have been injuries. There could have been a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, the only other takeaway from Backlash and Raw is Ricochet appears to be back on the scene now and <laughs> putting on some pretty banging matches with Sheamus and Jesus Christ, he can <laughs> sell a bro kick. Yeah, and then tweeting and then deleting tweets. Really? What did he do? He wrote a tweet saying, while I like Io Shirai, I am better than her. This, I'm paraphrasing again. I am better than her. Um, this is something about high fi- who's your favourite high who's your, fire? Some, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, and then he deleted it. Like and I was like, mate, have some balls. Like, you're the better high flyer than her. Like, I, I think people were you're Prince Puma. approaching you know what I mean? from a putting her down point away. And that wasn't what he meant, I don't think. But, no, I think yeah. he meant she's great. I think he literally opened it up with she's great, but I can do more stuff than she can. Which is and factually correct. Factually but... accurate. Yeah. But, but obviously uh, in, in, it's in Twitter, world, isn't it? Like yeah, everyone will grab hold of something and pull it apart. Have courage of your convictions, Prince Puma. Well, it's nice to see him back. He had some terrible Irish accent. I don't know if you saw him trying to mimic. Yeah, boy. It was good. I enjoyed that. (laughs) Like Sean Connery in The Untouchables. As a new Irish person, am I going to be offended? (laughs) (laughs) It was not the best Irish accent from Richard. No, but I don't like the fact that their feud is over a coat and a hat. 
Seems daft. Get some, get some fucking blood in there or something. Yeah. Well, given how he got... took the bro kick, I think um, <laughs> it could do. No, I mean it's just because he nicked his hat. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Fine. Um, moving one, on to an. Go on, one interesting, one more thing. One more interesting about backlash. It's the first time we've all picked the same thing, yes. and we were all correct. What does that? Yeah. What does that mean to you? Like, would WWE just like doing a story that made sense, or would it's... it be too predictable? I would say I think it was a predictable pay per view. Predictable, yeah. which, which and also is why I had no interest in actually staying up to watch it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no one had interest in. But Cause... then, like I said, when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is good." Mm. But then I when was... I when I looked back on it, I was like, "Oh, it's what we thought." But at least the matches were good. Yeah, I was oh, erotically surprised by it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that was a surprise to me, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Saying that, um... didn't I? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I meant to say that. Yeah, it's, it's the first time we've all done that. Yeah, how it was did, a prediction. How did we do I, in the um thingy? The, the fantasy league thing we joined. I don't know. I must I check that out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I assume we must have done well given. Oh, well, we all chose the same thing. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I know that we def we didn't get right there was um the WWE title triple threat. Oh, the specific. Because we went submission. Not oh, okay. Ah, yeah. But no. we didn't play our joke on anything now, so yes, that is true. Because I forgot about it. No, <laughs> yeah, I I always feel the the first pay per view after Mania is a weird one because it kind of re replay on mesh feuds, and then it's after it looks like Hell in a Cell is going to do that as well. But three money, burning the Phoenix, mo- yeah. money in the bank should reset stuff. NXT, um, NXT. Um, I'm going to just a bit of physics here. How did we find uh, Tony Storm's new what I appear would be a new finisher? Um. I- this I watched it like 20 times. I, I got go people ahead. around me at work who don't watch <laughs> wrestling to go, what has happened here? Where is physics <laughs> at this point? Because someone went, where's her head gone? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I found like four different gifts of it. And I was just like, what? Just trying to figure it out. Like 20 repeats. How does uh, this work? I like it all lot. starts off okay. Like I'm like, okay, I understand the flip. And then there's just this bit in the middle of it where I'm it, like, well, what the hell's going on? It's like a... Yeah, um, everyone was tagging. Oh man, I should really write notes on the bus. Uh, some some British wrestler who was like, "This is your move," and he was like, "Yep, what's your point?" <laughs> uh, he was like, "Yeah, I was sort of approached about it," and I was like, "Fucking do it, I don't give a shit." Well, yeah. Did he did he say he trained her? I think possibly it, he made it. Been... And it's some sort of variation on her move as well, like a DDD variation. I think it's his more of a cutter or something like that. I think his 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 rolls out into a cutter, whereas yeah. that is a DDT. Uh, it's like a ruby DDT or something. I think it, I think it's yeah. Uh, it's better That's than the Storm Zero anyway. I like the Storm Zero, but this if you pop that out every so often, like it's a last ditch maneuver. You've got an unbeatable move there. It's like a one wing angel sort of non kick outable maneuver because I don't understand how you take that. <laughs> Zoe Stark sold it very well. Zoe Stark sold it like she had been legitimately murdered. <laughs> it's, um, I think it's quite a good way to bring out a new finisher because she had hit the Storm Zero. She hit the Storm Zero and she kicked out last second and then she stood her up, slapped her about a bit. Rolled into this uh, uh, storm cutter or whatever storm DDT. <laughs> I think of a better name. I don't know. Uh, and yeah, as a last ditch maneuver for like big, big, you know, top level non kick outable and make it a protected move because it. Yep. We talked about the finishes podcast in our yeah, early days. I don't. It? I don't know how you how 
you prepare for that. You must go like, okay, come here. <laughs> right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to like bring you over backwards, but then spin, rotate, and come down this way. Huh? <laughs> Don't land on your neck. Yeah. Uh, lean forward or backward. Whatever's easiest for you. <laughs> it's, it, again, Tony Storm is massively, massively, I don't want to say underrated. I don't even want to say underused. I just want to see her used more. Because yeah, she, she needed to win. Yeah. She'd have lost, I think. Yeah, I know, but they were playing up the whole she got distracted and all this sort of stuff, but not in a main mm. event distracted sort of way. Uh, and she, I think she's just going to literally go on a murder spree. Now. And I'm hoping sure. she doesn't use this move constantly because then it devalues it slightly. Yeah, but, sure. Yeah, I want to see her rise up to the top and have a title shot at some point. I've, yeah. I've already said I love Tony Storm anyway. I love her. I like her yeah. entry. I like her music. It gets That's like the whole, the whole thing about her. She's just like, it's just Australian. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole of Australia True. in one person. Yeah. <laughs> great. Uh, another one of your loves on NXT, we appear to have Index back. Oh, yes! Have you been following him on Twitter? Because I am. <laughs> no. What's happening? Oh, Miss Indy Hartwell Wrestling. Um, <laughs> was like, I'm so sorry, Dexter, check your DMs. And then a couple of days later, he love, 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 loves me. And I was like, yes! <laughs> it's just good, isn't it? It's, I think, are they trying to break up the way now? They've been together for a while. I think they're trying to break her up from the way. That that whole multi-segment bit of them in the spa. Because she didn't I... actually get pissed at Candice. She just stomped off. No, she didn't, did she? She didn't actually, get pissed just, at Candice. She, she was off, like, oh, yeah. this means that he didn't buy them. So she still hasn't necessarily clocked. Clocked the two. That Candice yeah. is doing this. <laughs> well, I, I would be happy for her and um, for Austin Theory to form a separate subgroup. And then, yeah, we can have agenda matches between them. And um, yeah, because spoilers, Johnny's lost the belt. Did you enjoy the cage match? I fucking loved it, mate. Uh there's a couple of bits where I was like, why are you climbing up the cage? <laughs> I always find that in cage I matches. I always find that in cage matches, but I'm like, unless you're climbing up there to specifically dive off it, like Darby Allen, Jeff, Jeff Hardy style, yeah. <laughs> um, then it always feels like, just drop down the other side, you're, you're home dry. Yeah. I, I really loved it. Uh, fucking tons of fun. Bronson Reed, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's time for a change. I think Gargano needs to possibly go up to... NXT Championship now because mm-hmm. yep. there's a lot of people going for that and there's a lot of good stuff they can do with it and well, there's a lot of people coming through who are who are right for the North American yeah and it it would then make sense why the other week I know I know Cross was going to face Terry <laughs> but it would make sense why Gagano went and flattened him and then bigged up that he flattened because he did it this week didn't he he went yeah. I'm the only person who's left carrying Cross lying down on his back so yeah, I hadn't thought oh, of yeah. that. that Bronson Reed uh, put on a hell of a match. Um, he fucking strong. He come out of that looking like an absolute beast of a man. Yeah, uh, he he sold like when he got when he got fucked. Yeah, he yeah. But an Austin Theory, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. He tried. Swing that the, the. I always love the bit where they swing on the open door into the boat. It just always makes me laugh because it's just <laughs> it's just funny, isn't it? But yeah. I like uh, the ending because I had the bit. I was like, "Why the hell are you climbing now?" And then when I was seeing Gargano crawl into the door, I was like, "He's clearly going to beat you." So then to see Bronson Reed just turn around and go, "I'm just going to dive on him." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then in the true baby face, it was like, "I can now go out the door and just literally walk out." But I'm not. I'm going to shut it, make a 
quite an emphasis on it as well, wasn't yeah, it? And now I'm, I'm going to pin you. I'm, I'm going to pin you. So I've won clean. I've won by the yeah. It was it was it was, it was a, a, a very good main event. It was good, and and I like the the, the other little promo about him earlier on in the night about fourteen years building up to this moment. Fourteen years since his first match, yeah. Yep. Again, I like little synchronicities like that. It's always nice. Same. It gives you a connection, doesn't it? It's like MSK when they yeah. talking about what the tattoos mean, and a tear in my eye watching that kind of stuff. So um, it, it makes them makes the stories they tell more hard hitting. Or yeah. more emotive. It, it's little things. Doesn't require much to make me cry, as we've established. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Things. Butch um, is a big fan of Bronson Reed, so he would be happy with that. I one, wish please. someone would buy him a singlet that contains his tits. Because <laughs> he's constantly popping them, uh, Butcher, yeah. No, he's, he's constantly popping them back in. And I'm like, I don't know, tape him in. You can get tit tape, tape him in. I have to do that <laughs> when I'm down the docks. <laughs> What else is it? Ted DiBiase made it onto the show, so we are we're we're escalating. Next them. week, next week we are getting um, a head-to-head showdown between Ted DiBiase <laughs> and Cameron Grimes, and yeah. I'm genuinely hoping that it's going to be DiBiase taking him under his wing, handing mm-hmm. him. I hope, I swear, I got it. Hope he hands him like his million-dollar belt, and he's like, "You continue the search for the millionaires now." And like it's a thing, it's daft and it won't happen. But I really hope it fucking does. Uh, it's got to go somewhere now. It's got on. He's not going to fight. It wasn't a no, but there's got to be a payoff. Yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't just like they go. Oh, okay, well, bye. No, I, I'm hoping he takes him under his wing. I'm, I, that is my 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 wish for next week. Yeah. Uh, is that he just goes? You're young. You're like me. But you've no class, you've no thingy. And then, like in the oncoming weeks, he comes out like with his hair quaffered up, and like with a <laughs> monocle. No, that's daft shit. Because I mean, that's what Cameron Grimes is doing now is his comedy bits. But lean into it because I fucking love it. <laughs> I I genuinely love it. Um, yeah. I look forward to his bits every week because yeah. his match was pretty good as well. To be honest, he's a good wrestler. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, underestimated him. He's a good wrestler. That 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 Spanish in ring Spanish flies thing that he does. Always yes, baffles yes, me. yeah, yeah. Always Again, that's one me. of those physics defying moments. Yeah, that's always good. Um, my my last note you might have was um, what I re- we talked about how they've kind of been rotating titles back around in terms of what's main event and what's giving focus, which is what old NXT used to do. Still think they've got a way to go to get back to that in terms of storytelling depth. But what I liked. They did a little thing with Regal, and he he really basically just said every title is important, and I am bringing in all these cruiserweights to make the cruiserweight title important. Yeah. We're doing this for this title, and we're doing this for this title. I was like, brilliant! In one minute, you've just basically said every title on the show is yeah. important, yeah. and this yeah. is what we're doing for it. Regal's fucking god's work, isn't it? Uh, I'm assuming that's why they got rid of. I don't want to say dead weight people that just didn't fit or whatever, and they're bringing newborns in. Yeah. There was a big intake not so long back, actually, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the women's. So we start as part of that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we also get uh, Frankie Monet next week, don't we? Yes, we do. Possibly against Zoe Stark or no. Tony Storm. I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, she came, came out, out and, uh, and just yeah. like kissed her dog. And then I was like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Never seen a wrestle, so I'm looking forward to it. Can't, cannot forget as well. Um, what's the thing he's. Um, Oh, the new stable with the bitching music. 
hit row. Yeah, boy. That was They're pretty good. good as well. Yeah. That, that that was I mean it was a squash, but yeah. Uh top dollar? Top dollar, yeah. Yeah, boy. He's much cooler than the guy from the crow. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 group, if done correctly, could push uh Isaiah Swerve to all the of top, them. So, yeah. To the yeah. absolute top. I was just I I had that song in my head all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's different, isn't it? It sticks out. It's, well, it's better than Bougie, 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 bitch, however <laughs> fucking Frankie Monet's new song is, yeah. Weird one. Yep, so that's two. And then finish off there then. Uh, AEW this week, I thought was, you know, I thought this is what weekly shows need to do sometimes. I wouldn't say it's a show that's going to live long in my memory in terms of matches. But it was a solid show that helped. There's a lot of backstage stuff which helped set up an yeah. upcoming pay-per-view. It moved a lot along. Moved a lot along. And I was like, that's what your weekly show should do. Yeah. Which goes back to my earlier point about what they're not doing to build to pay-per-views on main roster. Yeah, exactly. WWE. Makes you know? and, and this show also shows you don't need to be putting on five-star classic matches to, to build to your pay-per-views. You could have little backstage segments with... Orange Cassidy slow-mo ripping up a contract because the heel's <laughs> being a dick, you know. The slowest contract whip up, whip up I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, great. it's like the sloth in Zootopia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I watched that movie. Which, um, have you seen it? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a cracking one. And the, <laughs> the sloth is also in Moana as well. Oh, really? Have you seen Moana? Of course. <laughs> when when they go into the, the lair where they do the shiny song. Oh, really? Is it in there? Yeah, and Moana falls down, and then this like creature comes towards it, with, like one of the masks on. But oh yeah, out, it's like it's coming at us slowly before it gets eaten. That's the sloth. Oh cool. Yeah. Um, that yeah, your that uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, started over Christian Matt Seidel. I thought was a good solid match. And coming to the, I'm coming to the uh, conclusion that Seidel's kind of underrated a bit. Mm. He's had a few cracking matches recently with Omega and and this one Christian. Yeah, I think he's. He's good. And I enjoyed the um, hangman coming out, handing Ricky Starks his whiskey, <laughs> and then proceeding to attack Brian Cage. Great. And then get beaten down by the damn numbers game. Yes, yeah. but where was the Dark Order? Came at the end. Did they? Blocked mm. off at the end. Oh, like mean, at the end of the show? Mm. Yeah. No, no, the end of the segment. Oh, no, they? no, they didn't. That was Darby. They moved on. They're all about Darby and Sting now, mate. Dark Order. What was that there? That was Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, 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 they've forgotten about Hangman. Mm. Or do you think Hangman can handle himself? To be fair, Hangman came out, like, holding whiskey. I assume he just went on a bit of a loose cannon and didn't tell anyone (laughs) what he was doing. (laughs) That's my thinking. That's my head cannon, anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I imagine he was just sat in the back. Uh, is there a? I'm literally spitballing here. You probably pay more attention to me than this. Is there a difference between Hangman's state of mind when he's drinking whiskey and when he's drinking beer? No, he drinks beer after matches. If he's in interviews or backstage, he'll be on whiskey. <laughs> I think it's because it's hard for them to throw a bottle of whiskey at someone, have him pour a shot and drink it, whereas you can throw cans of non-alcoholic lager in there. Mm. Yeah. 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 
I think you're thinking way too much into the psyche of. Um, no, I'm pretty sure I read something about it the other day, and it just got me. People thinking. will dig into any old nonsense. Yeah, no, he yeah. Um, he's always shown backstage drinking, especially in the clubhouse. He's always yeah, got a whiskey on the go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was say, saying just at the start there, Joe, that for me, this was a, one of them solid shows that just moves stories along, not necessarily matches yeah. that you remember living, living your main mind, but stories are progressed I, I have to build no... to a pay-per-view that makes you want to invest in the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Um... And I now want to see Orange Cassidy win the AEW World title. <laughs> me too, but it's not going to happen. Oh, Pat, because him, him saying the line that you have buttoned for us, what the leaders bricks can do about it. Yeah. That made my week. <laughs> I've just I don't know why. That made all, my week when he these said are that. all under a separate um, category on my stream deck of regional swearing. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be organised. Made my week when he said that. I was like, he was just ranting off. I was like, Marez isn't going to try and talk back to him. Here. I was going to put the whole <laughs> thing yeah. in because it's only like 14 seconds, but it's, uh, yeah. Because he just he just goes he goes hard, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he's not wrestling, and he's there in his trunks. Well, that's just how he we lives always, his life. We Ellis, as we've already pack. established, patients of the lives. podcast pack. Uh, <laughs> apart from funerals and Lord Mayor's functions, he's just in his trunks constantly. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to wear the chain as a Lord Mayor as well, I guess. No, no, he's not. He's he's just at the Lord Mayor's function. He's a guest. Oh, okay. He's not a yeah. Lord. Oh man, if Pat was Lord. <laughs> Lord Mayor of fucking Fury Town, yeah. Um, I'd vote for him. Say it. I don't think you vote for a mayor. I don't know. <laughs> Say one one big thing I got coming out at the end of the show, which it, it it's very very good. I think is the Young Bucks whole premise of starting AEW is really starting to bear fruit. In that, yes, the Young Bucks won the main event as they should. Yes. Uh, Motsley and Kingston won their match as they should because they're the matches. That's a match at double or nothing. But the tag team division is bright because the losers in their matches came out looking incredibly strong. I swear to God, I've loved them varsity I'm with, I'm with Butcher on this. Like he saw something in them that I didn't from early on. Uh, but yeah, varsity blondes. After watching them on dark, a lot of dark matches and stuff, um, they've come on leaps and bounds. The addition of Oh, I'm s- thank you. Um, has just made them a more rounded faction because yeah. it, it it fits into their gimmick of them being like dumb jock sort of sports guys, and they've got like a sexy cheerleader with them now. Uh, from the matches I've seen of her on Dark, she's pretty good actually. I'm hoping she gets a chance to show herself. I hope so. Yeah, she looks, she's got potential for sure. Um, she, she's had yeah. she's had a couple of squashes, so she's got like like you know the one offense in before you get rammed into the ground <laughs> on darks. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, she's yeah, she's added her to a faction, so I assume we'd give her. Yeah, well, well. Anyway, uh, but yeah, um, I I thoroughly enjoyed the main event. I oh, it was clear that um, Eddie Kingston has stolen shoes before because <laughs> he took socks as well because he's a dick. <laughs> And I laughed at the camera as he was doing it. I love um, Mox and Kingston promos. I say promos. I'm just them having a chat. And do you want to hear? I cut. I cut a bit from yeah, that go, promo. Go for it. We have to throw super kicks to go to said party. 
What is a super kick party? Do we have to throw super kicks to go to said party? Yeah, but there was just loads of lovely stuff in it. And he was like, let's just go and kick the beans out of these boys or whatever. And he was like, I like that. Again, I could have played the whole thing, but I was just like, that bit genuinely made me laugh where Eddie Kingston didn't understand what a super kick party was. I I mean, love the whole... um... But Mark's like, who, whoever you claim, like, oh, one's a rapper. One of them is a rapper, and one of them is a rapper's friend. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing for a good couple of minutes. I thought Moxley at the moment is just, I swear to God, like, he could impregnate me, and I'm a man. Like, <laughs> just when he walked in at the end, and he's just stood there, and he just swaggers in, yeah. and it's like, is he drunk? Or is he just like I don't give a fuck anymore? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. When, we, when you start, when I first came to your house to watch AEW, you were like, "Who the fuck is this John Moxley? I don't no, like mate. John Moxley." And I, I was will... like, "You need to watch this guy. He's amazing." I'll put my hand on my heart and admit that I was 100 percent wrong, and I have warmed to him, and he has warmed my heart. And what, yeah. what, what is it that's warmed it? I think the fact that he's just maintained this, 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 this character of. Um, because like he only came in, I didn't know him from WWE, and he came in as this this. Uh, everyone went mental, yeah. and I was like, I don't know who you are. Um, and then he had like the bit of back and forth with Jericho with the like the eye patch stuff, and I'm like, ah, this is a bit wanky stuff. But I I like this bit now where he just like does not give a fuck. Him and yeah. Eddie Kingston pairing together is like 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 a fifty year old married couple. <laughs> who have access to hard drugs. It's just tremendous. Because, <laughs> yeah. That's ideal description, yes. I think alongside Omega, I don't think there's a wrestler in the world who's living his best life as well. I as swear Moxley. to God. Like, I'd probably say Moxley more than Omega because of what he was coming from. Yeah. He's, Moxley, he's Moxley, Moxley everywhere, just, fighting through the streets of Las Vegas the other week, wasn't he? So. Just like, literally, Tony Khan, can I go and do this? Yeah, Mox, whatever you want, mate. <laughs> I signed you on a contract that said, like, you'll do whatever I want if you do whatever you want. And he's like, it's tidy! I'm going to go and punch a man in fucking, on Bourbon Street. Okay. Uh, make sure someone from make, Japan for me to fight next week. Make sure you're back for Wednesday, because I've got uh, one of your, like, heroes for you to fight. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the plane. Yeah. Mark's that's I think that's what I, what I love about him. He's he clearly loves what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. yeah and I think absolutely. that I didn't get that at the start of it. But again, I'm 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 the first one to admit that I was wrong about stuff. Moxley for me now is um yeah, I his song is still shit. They should bring <laughs> they should it. bring back unscripted <laughs> violence. Yeah, that is a good song. Yeah. I know they've changed it this week because I, I saw a gif where last week they played the Trogs version and there's the bit where the flute solo kicks in and Moxley <laughs> just goes, what the fuck? And looks off <laughs> to one side. <laughs> <laughs> so they changed it to the Joan Jett version this week, the X version of it. But yeah, um, on, I still on prefer him, but... unscripted violence. It's yeah, more it Moxley. Fits it in is. better, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I like Wild Thing as an idea, but... It's not got the pace. Oh, if it's just him and if that's him and Kingston's tag team music, fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. But even okay. then, doesn't suit him. It should just be a man kicking bins down a fucking corridor. <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg ass, but yeah. without all the, uh, the, the, no. the shenanigans around it. No, on, just the, on... music, the music should be a bin being kicked down a corridor. <laughs> 
for, for context on Moxley, so when we're saying he's living his best life, have you ever watched uh, the Chronicle when he came back from injury in WWE? Nope. Sorry, so, a bit of the... The Steve Austin thing that he did. No, 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 no. That's that's years in the past, and he got okay. a shitload of heat for that. So he was off injured for quite a while, and it was very like mm, no one. It was an elbow injury. That's all. Every, anyone knew. I think it was elbow, elbow or shoulder. That's all anyone knew. And he was off for a long time, and he basically came back to support Seth in a feud, and then he did this chronicle, and I was quite surprised it went out. Because it was when he turned heel, the night Roman announced his leukemia. Oh, okay. And then he turned heel, which he wasn't happy about. And it's a really weird chronicle because it was basically charting why he was turning heel in the second half. But the first half was talking about his illness and he he, he, he nearly died. Um, and the way he was talking, he had a staph infection. But again, like, you know, like what's happened with me and that he was yeah. talking about how it then became more and it was traveling around his body and basically killing him from inside um which (laughs) triggered a lot in me but yeah he he was like i'd nearly died from this infection and he went nobody knew it i didn't want people to know this and it took a fucking long time for me to come back from it and that's why he is living his best life he came back to wwe and he's like the return wasn't what i wanted and he just wanted out and to go and do what he wants, what he loves, Mate, and do it to the best he can. Literally makes me love him even more, Ellis. So yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to sign off on that giant John Moxley back tattoo. I, uh, <laughs> I was humming and ahhing about. But, uh... Yeah, to give the acclaim some credit as well. Uh, <laughs> absolutely love the wife is hitting me up for <laughs> some oral <Four> sessions. sessions. <laughs> yeah, I loved, I loved it when he came through. And he was like, the acclaim! Like, but did you not notice that when he went, uh, you're like, when he was talking about Eddie Kingston, he's like, you're a pack of Newports? Like, uh, American cigarettes, I believe. He's like a pack of old Newports. And Moxie looks over at me and goes, they're not wrong. Like, yeah, you can, you can tell the best friends. Yeah, one of the lines was. Oh, mate, in the promos, in the in, in, literally in the promos. Do we have to throw super kicks to go to said party? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't not hear like the just old old fucking boys. Um, I think literally at the start after that punch, after that initial punch is thrown, Eddie Kingston um grabs Max Caster and throws him in the corner, and he says, "You talking about Renee like that?" And literally grips him up against. Yeah, like they don't like. It's good that they play into it, but also. Eddie Kingston's a fucking lunatic, mate. <laughs> he's like, he's like your mad mate that you're okay with, like, and you think you're on okay terms with, but you never get him angry. Like, yeah, we've all got one, you know. The mad mate who you like look away for five seconds, and suddenly he's like having a fight across the car park. That yeah. one, yeah. Or the one you just you say something wrong, and he like it gets all Joe Joe Pesci with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. that one. Yeah, we've all had one of those. That's why I love cool. King. Yeah. yeah t- talking of promos that made me laugh, Nero. Mero. Oh, yeah. uh, he, he was. <laughs> was what do you make of Mero, his promo? He likes God, so he's automatically down in my estimation. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I think it was. I, I have written Mero thanks Jesus, confusing in my, in my notes. Like um, he's thanking God for violence. Oh wait, Jesus! Jesus, look at Jesus, Jesus turfed all the people, all the the moneylenders out of the temple. Jesus with violence, exactly, with violence, exactly the same thing. Yeah, I think Jesus was body, baby Jesus was body slamming uh, <laughs> people through lending tables left, right, and center. I am the lending table. 
Rest in peace, Botchamania. He was he was just spitting lines at Lance. <laughs> yeah, but um, friend of the podcast for Lindsay, why can we not have um, promos that don't require someone saying the word bitch? At any oh, I know, yeah. And, it, and, and it, I'm it's like, always said as if, ooh. And I'm like, uh, I'm bored of it now. Call that's, why I like the, that's why I like that. That's why I like his response. He's like, ooh, I've never heard that done before. Well, no, it was it was because he went because you're still waiting to have your day. I like that bit. Yeah. Uh, no, he was, was like, good. I was. was good. I mean, I mean, I'm all. While you were I'm, waiting for your day. I am all for um, Lance Archer and Miro having a meat, big meat slapping meat fight. A double or nothing. Yeah, boy. I hope they yes. reinforce the fucking arena because <laughs> <laughs> the shockwaves coming off them slaps. Yeah, nice. Yep, definitely. There was something else that I had in my locker, but I can't, again, I can't find my notes on my computer. Uh, Serena Deeb versus Red Velvet that was, was that a was good cracking match. Yes. Red Velvet, uh, Red Velvet is fucking leaps and bounds. Remember watching her yeah. on Dark? Yeah. 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 I, she came oh, in as I, a jobber. Yeah, oh, squashed by I think uh, Naya, Nyla. Sorry, Nyla. <laughs> but yeah. Jack showed up and that. No, <laughs> sorry, Naya, Nyla. <laughs> come on, that. come on, come on, come on. We're red, you know. <laughs> They're both big glasses, you know. Uh, yeah, he and, was um, quite heelish at the end. Yeah, I'm hoping they push her into a heel mode. I don't know why they don't just um, put the NWA belt into. People are yeah. talking about putting her into the pinnacle. Oh, I like that. That sounds cool. Because I want Layla Hirsch in Team Taz, you see. And I want Taz to teach Layla Hirsch all the fucking Taz missions. The Taz plexes, right? And she's like, carries that torch room going on. Like that. I'm, uh, oh, I fucking love Layla Hirsch so much. She's just like four foot tall and power, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Although also we saw Hook today in his white vest. So he's obviously got my letters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but, but yes. Tell <laughs> yeah. you what I did like in the the, the, the Serena D match. It was quite a few weeks ago I mentioned it about how over my years of watching wrestling again, I've noticed how when a submission is applied, women tap out very, very quickly. Yeah. No, and, the, man, and the men don't. Case. Very, very rarely. Uh, and it's Tina. Not necessarily do it as much, but definitely main roster do. Even on AEW, but they didn't do that this time. And then once she finally did tap out, it was quite heelish. With Diva just ramming her knee into the floor. Oh, she yeah. went into the hardcore into it. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. That, that's why you <laughs> tap out. That's why you tap out. Oh yeah, but it's a thing of like women, like genetically, can withstand more pain because they give birth. Good go. Go back and watch um, Charlotte and Oscar's match when Charlotte beat uh, Oscar at WrestleMania. The streak. Um, that Oscar was on where she'd never lost. She taps out so quick. Mm. It's an incredible match, but she she hits the figure eight and Oscar taps out incredibly quick. And it's just like, that's bollocks. Mm. I'm not saying that all women are immune to pain, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a really good match. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it's legitimizing Red Velvet as, I don't want to say main eventer, but like mid Cardi. Yeah. Oh, she definitely got potential. And there was a cool, like, so it was a bit where Red Velvet went for a moonsault from the top rope and I was like, oh, she's going to get her knees up she's going to hit it for a move, that's going to be the match over and she got her knees up hit her for a powerbomb, but that wasn't it like Red Velvet tapped out, uh, sorry um, kicked out even, Yeah. I was like, yes 
like, it surprised me, and I was. And then, it's picking her up as a yeah. main, main event competitor. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because they've. Uh, what was the thing I was reading today? It's it's like uh, AEW's women's division is slightly coming to fruition now. Yeah, like that. after years and years of everyone be going. Eh, well, after a year, after a year of everyone going, I know it's particularly going like. Uh, it's, yeah. Not in a negative way, this is what you need to do. But you've got your main event stuff. I mean, although literally double or nothing, um, Britt Baker is you're going to literally murder Riho, isn't she? Sheeta. Yeah, yeah. Sheeta. Sheeta. Oh, fucking hell. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was yeah. literally, I've just literally texted someone, what has happened to Riho? Because she was back and then she disappeared. Good point. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm assuming Japan. I'm assuming Japan has happened. Yeah, probably. She's probably. she's also now adopted the curb stomp. Oh yeah, I saw that, and it was a very bad curb stomp. Well, it, I was like, you need to ring Seth and get some uh, training sessions put in with Seth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you you move you moves in the same circles as your husband. Yeah. yeah but true. also, I would like it. I would like it if she um, brought because she's a dentist, like a little uh, bowl of putty underneath, and just threw that in, and then stomped him into it, and then was like. I'll do your teeth for free, son. Yeah. <laughs> just like a little, you know, like if they lean into it. It's great, but you see a quote tweet, the AEW one about uh, Kingston. That is a picture of Kingston. Yeah. Like that. And she's like, he knows. <laughs> <D-M-D>. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all setting up very nicely. Um, uh, she's she's clearly going to win it. Uh, uh, some clarification, Joe, in the group, you said uh, Antonia Gogo's match genuinely made you laugh. So why? Oh, because uh, the fake blood. <laughs> that was good. Um, the fact that apparently professional wrestlers, veteran professional wrestlers, can only take one punch, but Austin Gunn can take three of them mm. before he dies. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. uh, yeah, it, it just made me laugh. But also, Anthony Agogo is... He's doing again. It's a weird thing. If you are American, then you're probably like boo hiss. Uh, yeah, he hates the flag and all the things we stand for. And if you're anywhere else in the world, you're like he's he literally is pointing out all the flaws of America. Like you have to salute a flag. Uh, you you're okay with children being in cages because they're a bit foreign looking. I, I hope he beats the actual piss out of Cody Rhodes. I think he's like, I hope no. I hope he shoots the fuck out of Cody Rhodes <laughs> and just fucking knocks him the cunt out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the uh, Twitter fallout from this? Oh, I've been watching Anthony Gogo because he has basically become a character from Snatch yeah. at this point. <laughs> He's well, like, I'm a geezer, and I will bash you around your manor. If... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But AEW tweeted that Austin Gunn was out for 10 weeks. And I'm like, you know, kayfabe injury. And as much as you being like, oh, AEW is so unsafe. AEW, you know. Yeah, you yeah. Out, and you're like, oh, you clearly haven't watched it. Stop. Stop it. It gives him a pop-up, like, shots at the kidneys, doesn't it? Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got in my notes is actual murder. So he hits him to see, but I don't know why he can't do like it's the liver, it's the the stomach shot things that like I'm hoping that he's going to at least get like a cross jaw on Cody. I'm hoping 
well, I don't know. He's gonna if he's gonna have any sort of longevity, he's gonna have to. He's, push he's, out he's, his more three moves. matches he's had have been legitimate squashes. Yeah. The one I, this week... I, I like the three match. I like the fact that like they're playing the... into his strength because if you're a wrestler, you're like, oh, I'm going to get you in this grapple. If you're a boxer, you're just like, I'm going to... Get me in the grapple. I'm trying to punch you in the tits, man. Yeah, if you do that, you're opening yourself up. And like, yeah. I don't mind that, that like you're playing into that. Cody's going to have... The best thing that can happen now is that Cody has to come in and completely change how he wrestles because he, he realizes well, he can't do that. He's the American dream now. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't enjoy how they defended the promo last week, and JR was like, "Oh, it's bringing tears to my eyes," and all that. Oh like, yeah, like, yeah I just, that just stop that now. Nobody wanted that. Yeah, he could have held on to that for like his last match. Yeah, JR was like, the, "The dream's looking down, proud now." No, he isn't, because yeah. he's fighting against household name bronze medalist <laughs> Anthony Gogo, and that's still more better than I could ever do. But fuck off, yeah. <laughs> No, I think I think they're building a star. I think AEW. I want Anthony Agogo to just be like the person that you hire. Like he fucks off the Nightmare Factory, or uh, the, the the factory. Yeah, the factory. Yeah. And he just goes rogue and just goes in as a punch for hire. <laughs> New AOP, if you wish. Ah, yeah, good. It'd be good. And and then he just like eats a fish finger sandwich at ringside. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> yeah. Any any events on the AEW this week? Not really. All I've got written is can Dark Order and Sting and Darby be friends now, please? Yeah, that's what I've always wanted. Oh, we're getting Sting in the first live match. Oh yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. It depends how it goes, I guess. He's in very safe hands with Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Darby's is due like a little bit of a downturn. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I did enjoy Miro when they were chanting, We want Derby, and he held the belt up and he went, Here's Derby. I was like, yeah. Please just his... call this belt Derby from here on in. Oh, oh, I, I, I think that was the one bit I had written down. Was like, <laughs> Miro was just like, Here is Derby. Because like, now they've got crowds back, they've got to relearn their skills, haven't they? Yeah. You see? Yeah. yeah. Nice. And that. Miro fucking held on to it. Yeah. I think Miro's problem was like the best bit of this week's. To be honest, even though it was bitch, very, uh, yeah, it was just that was Lance Archer's bit. No, I know, but like, you bring an old man out here, yeah, it was <sighs> good, good show. That's it. I know, <laughs> big week of news and shows. <laughs> That's that one. So, yep. news on to so building into how we see Kenny Omega's title reign reigns going uh we thought we'd look back at a match of Andrade's because the match has been announced between Omega and Andrade Cian Almas given the full title there um for the summer so we watched back Andrade Cian Almas versus Gargano at NXT TakeOver Philadelphia 2018 on uh, January the 27th this uh, for context, before I ask you guys what you think, this is the first time I'd ever seen Andrade. It's the first time I'd ever seen Gargano in singles because I'd seen him when DIY had broke up. Yep. Um, and then uh, Champa had got injured, which will come to, I'm sure. And I was literally blown away watching this. I remember texting Paul going, what the hell am I watching here? So, John, how what were your takes from this match? <laughs> well... I've been busy this week for various reasons. I switched it on before we recorded, and I was like, oh, this is a 40-minute match. 
crap, I've not got time for this. And then it flew by. It absolutely flew by. Um, It ended and I was like, wait, what? How how did that, what, has it been 40 minutes? WD, they're just nuts for letting Andrade go and not using him properly. What, what, how did this happen? Absolutely nuts. Have have you ever, because this is my interesting thing, knowing you guys are watching it, you've only seen Andrade on main roster. Yeah. Have you ever seen Andrade like this? No. I don't understand why I haven't seen Andrade like this, but I haven't. Because, <laughs> and, and to be honest, not not being big NXT here, apparently his reign before this actually wasn't that memorable. Like okay. it wasn't he he wasn't actually being booked that great as a champion. And then this he'd had a match with Gargano earlier on before Extreme Rules here before, which was good. Um, he'd beat Drew for the title at War Games. Yeah. And then this match happened, and it was like, okay, right, he's it's showing a, out now. Some absolutely nuts sequences as well. Uh, Gargano dodges his moonsault and he goes straight into a second standing moonsault. There's a bit where he's, where Andrade's trying to get the Avalanche Hammerlock DDT on him. Mm. And he, which is how he beat Drew according to the commentators. But then Gargano is, yeah. slips oh, yeah. out, hits him with a super kick while he's still on the turnbuckle. And he goes for like a sunset flip, I think. But then Andrade lands on his feet, hits him with the knees. But Gargano avoids the second knee attempt. And then tries to hit him with a slingshot spear, which he's already hit him with before, but he knows it's coming, so he counters it with an inverted tornado DDT. It's ridiculous. I don't that's know how. Of, that's a lot of moves in, in a very small space of time. Yeah, it's like 15 <laughs> seconds or something stupid. It's it's. I had to rewind that a bit a good few times to be like, what just happened? I rewound quite a few bits of this match. I've I've got that whole sequence written down as well as like a. So I've got like a bullet point and then a sub bullet point. The sub bullet <laughs> point is. You're the such move. a teacher, Ellis. I am. The sub bullet point is what you've just said. The first bullet point is Jesus wept. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a good. What the fuck have I just watched here? Yeah. Um, the whole yeah. thing is nuts. It is nuts, Joe. It Joe. is no. It is one of those sort of things I've never sort of. I've never really been exposed to Andrade, apart from the WWE version of this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, a big old bag of fucking weird nonsense, isn't it? <laughs> just how we like it. No, I mean, there's there's shit in this that you like. I don't even know how your brain does that. Well, when you talk about chemistry between wrestlers, like this is off the charts chemistry. Yeah, like, I, I even, think even I, the mat wrestling bit. That like yeah, I'd like to know that. again. There's these things where like you can go in and look at how many times these wrestlers have fought each other under. Because I, I have to believe that there's like a. I'm going to do that thing I did to you in Belgium. All right, you know that sort of thing with it because it's so slick. It's so oh, yeah. unless that's how actual wrestling is, I don't know. My only knowledge of actual mat wrestling is the shit American people do. Mm. And no, it, I it think appears, what, it appears what, to just be big lads slapping each other around the, like a mat. Yeah, yeah. It, what the way they executed it was? It was all the near like when they were getting out of stuff and then yeah. going for a kick and that like legitimate. They weren't holding back in these kicks. It's like if you don't duck now, you're gonna get your head taken off. But they, the trust between them, fucking unreal. And then yeah. they had a bit on the apron when they were basically leaping over each other's kicks and swipes. And then Gargano just jumps off on him and just lands on his head because yeah. <laughs> moves out of the way. Like the yeah, it was because sometimes these matches, the mat wrestling is just. I hold your head. We're yeah, gonna, we're we'll gonna do, lie we'll here do, for two we'll minutes. We'll do holes for two minutes while we get our breath back. 
and that's why it didn't feel like the 30 the match was 32 minutes so it didn't feel like that because even the the, the slow bits were it was wild no 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 slow holes i think yeah and this was for, for context going in this is uh, Gargano's going out as a single star. He's been losing a lot of matches. He's very down on himself, and then he goes on a streak and and earns his title match. They they kind of really set it up that like he's going to win because they're yeah. like his family's at ringside. Candice is at ringside, who's a wrestler, and she's just signed with us. Normally, when the family's at ringside, they're about to win. You had Mauro Ronaldo on commentary. I miss him. His voice is superb. I love him as a commentator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Just, I, I, yeah. I wrote down so many. And Selena Vega as well is it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Her interventions are. I love that, like, um, her look around as she does off the apron. Looking, it's great. Yeah. And then she runs around to hit him again and then say, Candice jumps her. Yeah. That's just great. She's a oh. great way to introduce her. Oh, so she'd just been signed at that point? She'd just been signed, yeah. Oh, cool. I hadn't realised that. That's yeah, cool. she'd just been signed, which like they, were, they kind of announced. They said, oh, yeah, she's just been signed. And then that was her first interaction with anyone, which is a good way to introduce her. And then she just became Johnny Gagano's wife for a few years, basically, until recently. This is her yeah. first title she's won recently. Okay. okay. Ever in that. NXT, in WWE. forget NXT. Um... Yeah, it's crazy. He, I remember the first time he hit the Gargano escape, he did like one of them crazy wraparound reverses and hit it and the crowd go wild. Yep. Um, and they just didn't hold back on anything. Like there's a bit when uh, Gargano is about to do like the DIY kick. Yes. And he's like in the corner setting up to do it and uh, Zelina distracts Gargano. And then just from out of like the side of the picture, almost just comes in and drop kicks him into the turnbuckle. But it's not like a soft drop kick. It's fucking no, like... No, we're going for it. And... There's all the bits in this where uh, Andrade, he seems like he's out and then suddenly he just sort of explodes. Yeah. Like, he's got a ton of momentum and tries to murder the Gar- Gar- Gargano. It's not... Yeah, there was, there was just no holding back in anything they did. Uh, I know a bit of like that. Uh, it kind of annoys me in a lot of wrestling matches is a uh, Gagano does that slingshot DDT which I think has got a name now I can't remember what it's called now but he, he has yeah. got a name now uh, and Almas kicks out but then he doesn't do you know when they like sit up for like 10 seconds like oh my god I can't believe they just kicked out of this yeah. move what am I going to do now he just goes straight into the Gargano escape like okay that's not work bang yeah. I'm going to hit the Gargano yeah. escape it's great and- like, fine submission time and Andrade is just like the desperation that he sells is fa- is fabulous because he's like just flailing his legs around everywhere. It's just like just find me a rope. I just need to find something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Drape. then the finish. I, I believe it's called the draping DDT now. Is that what it's called now? Um, oh, Andrade's moving. No, no it's, he, it's he did a, a draping dra- hammerlock. Oh, um, draping hammerlock. Right. Okay. Yeah, because Dra- draping it's... just means from the ropes. I believe yeah. now. Yeah, it does. Um, the finish makes me feel like it would hurt Andrade more because he is running his. It sounded brutal, but it sounded brutal on his knees. <laughs> you know, when he just runs into the uh, ring post, yeah, Johnny's head in between it. That made me win. And then he hits the draping Camelot DDT. And again, it's not it's not a victory I expected. Watching it, I was like, oh, Gagano's winning this. Gagano's winning this. Absolutely. Going into it, I, well, I sort of suspect he didn't because of what I knew from other things. But yeah, but yeah, like if I'd been if I'd been watching it without future knowledge, I would have thought he was definitely going to win. Apparently, leading up to it, 
there was a lot of rumors about Champa returning. So the 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 major rumors going into it was Champa was going to return and cost Gaga another match. So to let Andrade win it clean, ah. and then the finish happened. And I love the bit. I love it. I'm, I'm a sucker for this when they put the the little title in the corner. Yeah, yeah. the show's done. Yeah, and then the attack happens, and I thought it was fabulous camera work because normally at that point you can see the Titantron and it's like face on when they turn around to face the crowd. Yeah, but it wasn't; it was side on, so you don't see Champa coming, but you hear the crowd, and I love that when you hear the crowd, and you're like, "Oh, what's going on here? What's going on?" And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Champa strikes him down. That's cool. Yeah, this was the first five star match that Meltzer had given in seven years. Oh, really? At this point, I mean, yeah. It makes sense to me. Also, if Meltzer's um, star ratings meant anything to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I asked him, who is he? Why is it so important? But this this is a match. And I'm, I'm glad. Uh, shout out to Paul, because he suggested uh, doing an Andrade match. And I'm glad you actually got to see why Andrade. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It is, yeah. Definitely. It's nice and... to see why, why he's got some hype you know yeah as i said watching it it, it it gave me joy watching it but it also just made me so sad i was like why why didn't why didn't you do something with this we like, do this every time we have an nxt match as man we're just like why yeah like him but uh, i think joe you said early on like i got oh no no sorry you said gargano needs to go to the nxt championship you can see why gargano is is very pro i don't want to leave nxt yeah he's outright said that on nxt Yep, and I don't think he was lying just to please crowds in the the, the, the no. crowd in yeah. presence because he knows what would happen to him if he went up given his stature. And... He'd be he'd be known rebranded as Johnny Big Trousers and yeah, yeah. So the uh, classic match one to definitely go and check out if you've not watched it. Yep. So leading on from that, then uh, the the belt collector himself, Kenny Omega, has got quite the summer ahead of him. He's defending all these belts. He's got a... It's not called a triple threat on AEW, is it? Called a three-way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, apparently, coming up soon, people in the know on the dirt sheets, uh, AEW are getting a triples belt. And the, the good hope is that it's going to be cross-gender. <laughs> So you've got go. best friends in Chris Outlander, you've got Varsity Blondes and Dark Order? No, I meant the blonde lady who is now friends with Varsity Blondes. Oh, Joey Hart. Joey Hart, yeah. Uh I mean Dark Order, one of them can put a dress on. Uh, <laughs> Anna's there. Oh yeah, shit. Enjoyed. Anna's there. Yeah, I forget. Anna's Anna's back soon. Yeah. Uh, also, if you want to do it, you've got like full in agenda with um Death Triangle, yep. Jurassic Express, although letting Marco stunt near women is a worry. <laughs> so, but apparently we are genuinely getting a triples belt at some point. Cool. cool. Um, yeah, that's the weird way they titled it. So, And it's the first ever AEW title match that's not one-on-one. So you've got Pac versus Omega versus Owens Cassidy uh, next weekend. Then on June the 12th, uh, against all odds, you've got Omega versus Moose for the Impact World Championship. Moose, who today has been insinuating he could be going to NXT. And then in August, you've got Triple Mania, 
between Andrade, hence looking at his match, and Kenny Omega for the title there. So, busy summer ahead. So, first question, is Omega losing any of them matches? Joe? Nope. Nope. He ain't Joe? losing the AEW one, is he? Okay. Is he losing impact? I don't think so. Does anyone care? <laughs> I think this is going to be the summer of Omega. Yeah. Which is a horrible thing, but I like it. It's Yeah, I think you need to let him have him, hold him, grab a couple of tiny sort of indie ones and stuff here and there. But is he going for New Japan? That's the question. Well, question for me anyway. And if so, how? If he fights vacant... <laughs> Well, I was thinking entering with G1. That yeah. Be something. When is that? That's a summertime, isn't it? Which is nearly upon us. Yeah. So I guess my, my only problem with that idea is I, th- I think is that August time? I might be wrong about that. I'll check. Mm. But uh, I think usually the championship match you get from it happens at Wrestle Kingdom, which is oh, January. Which is, yeah. So you'd have to, because I think we tend to defend it as well. Yeah. But also, he is fucking Kenny Omega. Yep. He can just insert himself into shit. True. But it... Mm. The thing with like... the G1, it doesn't play into his character. No, he's but not going to go for G1, low belts. He's not going to go for brutal. low belts like the G1, is he? He's going for big. He's going for the big shiny ones. It's I mean, not that. It's the schedule of the G1 is fucking brutal. Yeah. It, it is, yeah. But the G1 gets you a title shot. That's why I was just... Maybe he could try and steal the G1 title shot off someone after. He could come in and shit out it, couldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. No, I say it. The fact that belt has become vacant opens up a very good possibility. Ah, yeah. It genuinely does. Like, imagine him showing up at the next show going, well. <laughs> Mine now. Yeah. Mine now, yeah. Come that, and take that. it off me. That's the rules, isn't it? Whoever claims it first. <laughs> uh, it's the, ru- the, the rules of Bagsies, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, no one's really tried it before. Maybe it'll work. No, I <laughs> no see... he, could ju- he could just show up at a show and then it's like, oh, this person's going to fight this person. And then, you know, he could take out one of them and then out he comes. I see. I see. I'll make a hold in this for until Revolution next year. And that's the beginning of his downfall. Remind me, when, when is Revolution, vaguely? February, isn't it? February. Mm, February that would make year. sense because he could maybe... Get a couple more in there. Yeah. A couple of non-essential ones. Uh, I think you need to have, like, the elite start to crack. Yeah, I'm saying. Then, you've, got, yeah. You, you've got, like, about eight months there, haven't you? Yeah. Okay, I like that. Uh, I, where where are the Good Brothers? No one's seen them for a while. That's true. true. Where were they when the fucking uh, Young Bucks were getting their shoes nicked off them? Yeah, exactly. No, much time for Inconsistencies in storytelling, yes. Have they been on impact? I don't actually know. No, they weren't. I know that... Omega they... was with Moose. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Tom Callis said you couldn't even win a title in Ring of Honor. So what, <laughs> what, makes, you, <laughs> what makes you think you're going to beat Omega? <laughs> the amount of shade being thrown around is, yeah. Moose isn't, Moose isn't the one to beat Omega. No. There, that ain't going to happen. And as uh, I said, Moosey's contract appears to be up, and he is suggesting he's moving on. So moves on, goes to AW, beats the, him for the AW title. The interesting one is is Andrade. <sighs> yeah, 
that's the only one I can see out of these three where he could lose. I could see it mostly because I don't know how much AAA invested in this sort of belt collector thing because he was there before. Mm. He had it before all this started. And Andrade, Andrade would be the Omega to them. Yeah, I could see that happening. Alpha to their Omega, if you will. I, yes. <laughs> I mean, they've barely acknowledged the AAA title that much. I don't know how, yeah. uh, how well that... He's, he's defended it, I think, he twice. Has, but one of them was ages ago. It was the start of the pandemic. Yeah. So it may yeah. feel like a long time ago, but it was literally a year ago. <laughs> sure. But I just mean, like, he's not always bringing it out with him, is he? Is he allowed to do that? Like, there's some weirdness going on there. Which oh, weird. would you? Do, do, do you drag all of your LinkedIn fucking peripherals around with you? He didn't want to bring the impact one out with him, to be honest. He did it the other week when he, when he gave them to Nakazawa. Uh, I just think it adds extra heat, extra sauce to his already spicy boat. <laughs> Why is his boat spicy? <laughs> It's Kenny Omega, isn't it? Like, he's, he's already got some spikes on that boat. Right. So who 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 in AEW is taking that title off? Hangman. Hangman. It's got to be Hangman. Uh, and it's got to be Hangman clean. Yeah. Uh, everyone comes out to help on both sides. They clean them both out. And it's just him and him. And he fucking murders him with a um, dead eye. He needs to bring that move back because it's a fucking good finisher. Nice, yeah. See, that, one... That, that one works at Revolution. Yep. Because they had the tag match at Revolution. See? It's almost like they planned these things out, isn't it? Almost. Like years and years in advance. And I think once Hangman takes AEW from him, that's everything else starts to... I think be, I, I genuinely him. think before um, he loses the AEW belt, it starts to get chipped away. Okay, you think before you think it's like no, no. I, 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 I don't think people will lose, but I think there's like a couple of close calls and sure. and and controversy. Okay, yeah. So what I mean is like the elite start to fragment, and yeah, there's some close calls, and then he loses that belt, and then after that, like Impact goes next. Say if he's got New Japan, I I think he'll lose all. all I think he'll lose the all elite last. I would love think- right. Yeah, I'd oh. love him for him to lose, for him to come out with the All Elite belt, with the, the, the AW belt, and for Don Callis to just walk off and abandon him. Mm. Oh, okay. I like that too. That'd be good. Like, now you're not profitable. You're of no use to me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Exactly my parents said to me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel the AEW would be the last one to lose. And he, he he gets to the stage where he's because he's kind of treated AEW with a lot of disrespect in terms of since he's won it, and then to him being like, "This is the only one I hold now. You need to look after me." And they're just like, well, "Fuck you." Okay. Do you remember when? Well, oh, mate, that's a really good fucking call, actually. If he's all like, "Oh, but remember, uh, young bucks." Do you remember uh, Hangman when we were friends? And Hangman just like fucking bush murders <laughs> him upside. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's help. But um, I can see it both ways. I can see either I, can, I like the idea that like, Hangman takes his final thing away from him, or he can be the thing that brings about his into- like starts the whole destruction. Either yeah. way works. Good. It's that's actually, actually got like an interesting story, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. There, there are so many ways I could see this going. Like you, 
when you serve his topic, like, I don't know what to say because it could be this, he could go to New Japan, he could maybe not get the New Japan title and that could start his downfall. He could maybe enter the G1 and that schedule messes him up and he starts losing from them. I don't know. There's a lot of possibility. But Butcher's thing has always been that he, he can have... Who's the match that they everyone wants him to have? Is it, it with Ibushi? Yeah, And a lot of people are saying it's got to be with a title and Butcher's always been they don't need to be for the title because they both claim they're gods. So... It's, it could actually be the match when they've got no titles and they're just clinging on to this. I am the god of wrestling. That'd yeah, be the way to I mean, off. yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to finish it all off. It's almost yeah. like there's so many little sub threads in wrestling that when you try and explain it to people drunk at a bus station, <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see, the thing is, Abushi and him were mates, right? And like they did yep. the kiss and everything. Yep. Yeah, all right. But now they're not. How's that work? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the the, the dis- dissension. Did they break up? Yeah, they broke up, mate. Yeah. Oh. Golden lovers. Yeah. Which is where the golden. That's why the revolution. Which is where the, so the, the B trigger comes from. The because uh, it was in at revolution. Yeah, where they did the the golden lovers. The golden golden trigger. That's all. And they renamed that and sold that for their own. So, yeah. Do you want to say goodbye? Because I want to go to bed, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly fucking like midnight, isn't it? Five to, five, to, five to 11. It's midnight, mate. I've got to go and spend an hour watching um, QVC with my wife now. Friday rules. <laughs> also, I, do I have to be at yours for half past 12 tomorrow? No. No. Right. I told her to push this time back. Like, but... when are you when are you actually cooking food from? Well, from around then. But I'm I'm out at I'm not back in the house until about midday to actually start anything barbecue related. So you're probably looking like gone one, two. So yeah, you're staying for your vision, so you've got a more of an excuse. I've, no, I've got a really long fucking day to go and have a nap on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, come later. It's like open house because not everyone stays. If you've got if you've, if you've got a fun bed that I can go and have a nap on for like an hour, then I'm all on board for. Come whenever. It's not everyone staying for Eurovision because there's only. Six I know not everyone's staying house. for Eurovision, but also it's going to lash you down tomorrow. And yeah, it's meant to be dry tomorrow. It's meant I don't to be, believe it from what I've it's seen. It's meant to be spotting apparently. You can put the gazebo back up. It's fine. Yeah. No. No. It's just yeah. And do the sign Yeah, go for it. So, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Oh. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Uh, let us know your thoughts on how you want to see Kenny Omega. Do you want to see him take the New Japan title? Do you want to see him lose all the titles he's got? Let us know. But Do you want to see you. him covered in custard, thrown in <laughs> a heart mother of the earth? So many options for what we can do with Kenny right now. Those are just three options. <laughs> There's many more. There's many more we can go for. A lot so less that... involved custard. I love custard. You <laughs> I don't would. mind any option. Uh, custard. Yeah. I know you hate it. I'm... I know you hate custard. <laughs> but yes, thank you for listening. So that's uh, goodbye from me. And from everybody at Dammit Vince. I'll say goodbye from you all. Also. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>